1077 welcomes you to Up Close, a weekly public affairs program presented by Z1077 News. You're invited to call in with your questions and comments. Our call-in number is 366-8471. Now, your host for Up Close, Gary Danielle. Well, thank you, mystery announcer, wherever you are, and welcome to this Friday, December 10th version of the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Danielle, your host. Our producer is Claire Grow, and our phone number for you to participate is 760-366-8471. Guest in studio today is Brian Dusastre, the Director of Marketing for TBID, and we'll find out what that is in a little bit, and Director of Marketing for Visit 29 Palms, and Brian, welcome. Welcome to the Z1077 Up Close Show. Thank you. Good morning, Gary. Thanks for having me. Delighted to have you. First, Likewise. let's talk a little bit about you, Brianne. What brings you to our desert? Where, uh, where, where, where were you brought up? Where are you from? Uh, born in eastern Canada. Spent okay. most of my time uh, growing up there. I've been out in the California desert for uh, about 10 years now. Cody refers to Canada as America's hat. <laughs> So, and Eastern Eastern Canada, where about? Uh, most of my time was in Ontario. Okay. Uh, a lot of that was in the city of Toronto. Um, okay. My family also spent a little bit of time in Halifax, out in Nova Scotia. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. Halifax is the place to go to watch the autumn leaves change. It is spectacular. So I am from the uh, East Coast myself, Massachusetts, and I'm a Canuck. I'm a French Canadian. There we go. There we go. So we have something in common. So what brought a nice Canadian girl out to the desert? Ah, sense of adventure, intrigue in the desert environment. There was always something about the desert landscape that had captured my interest. Um, um, You know, we were young, my husband and I, married now with two young kids. Um, Maybe we were sick of the shoveling snow off the driveway in the winter. Um, He's got family in California, so there was that family connection. And again, um, you know, sense of adventure. There were some great real estate opportunities and thought, why not? And how long have you been in the area? Ten years. Ten years now. Mm -hmm. Darn near veteran. Great. Well, Brianna, delighted to have you come in today. Now, I think some of the things you do for the city of 29 Palms and the community of 29 Palms are kind of like the best-kept secret. So let's talk about (laughs) – first of all, now, you're the director of marketing for something called Mm TBID. Okay. What the heck is that? What does that stand for? That stands for Tourism Business Improvement District. Um, So we were established as an organization back in October 2017. Uh, We're branded as Visit 29 Palms. Um, We are a nonprofit organization. Um, Our goal and objective is really promoting 29 Palms as a tourist destination and driving overnight room demand uh, through creative marketing programs. So uh, TBID and Visit 29 Palms are funded by the TOT tax, which is a uh, which is a tax on visitors when they stay at a hotel, a bed and breakfast, or a motel in the Twenty Nine Palms area. It's actually a separate um, tourism fee. Okay. So there's the nine percent TOT tax that's collected and um, added to all the overnight um, room rates. So we're funded through a very special one point five percent tourism fee um, that you see itemized separately on the um, invoices, and that's collected separately by the city and goes into a very special fund for us. So, so it really doesn't cost the city anything. They have the special tourism tax, which funds 
includes your organization, which markets the uh, city of Tarnum Palms. Exactly. It's, pre- it's a great model. It's a great model. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. first uh, T-bid so, so you're was... actually paid for by all the tourists. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. the first um, tourism business improvement district was actually established in West Hollywood in the early 90s. Uh, they're very common across California. I think there's close to 200 now across California. Um, I think it was a great move for the city of 29 Palms uh, to consider this idea. You know, there was a loosely formed uh, innkeepers association right. previously. Mm-hmm. There was definitely um, interest from the hoteliers to do more to promote um, the city as a travel destination. So this is a really great model. And again, everything we do is funded through that 1.5% fee uh, that visitors coming into the city, whether they're at the RV resort or vacation rentals or hotels are essentially paying into. Now, uh, you, you're not just, they're not just paying for marketing 29 Palms area. Uh, they're also paying for the downtown visitor center. You are the TBID or mm-hmm. Visit 29 Palms mm-hmm. runs the downtown visitor center and the art gallery that's there. We do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we took over um, day-to-day operations back in the summer of 2019. So in addition to everything you know that we're doing in the background to drive tours into the city, uh, we manage the operations there. Uh, the city's uh, Public Arts Advisory Committee hosts the quarterly Art and Public Places exhibits. So that's a treat for visitors coming through to see rotating art shows that really spotlight uh, the artist community here. Anyone from the Morongo Basin can participate in those exhibits. So the Public Arts, uh, is that part of TBID or is that a separate organization? Separate organization. Mm -hmm. And that is also funded separately by the city? Correct. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we have a a couple of agencies working together. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you're working together well. So we get a lot of information yes. about, the, about the art shows that are at the downtown gallery and uh, what, what they're looking for, where the artists would drop them off, and uh, we, get, we get good information mm-hmm. on that. Uh, the Downtown Visitor Center, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the, the changes that you've seen down there in, in the awful couple of years we're just coming out mm-hmm. of the, the COVID years. But uh, how have you seen that, uh, the change as far as visitor volumes and what people are coming to look mm-hmm. for? It, mm-hmm. it must be an interesting contrast because things are starting to open up now. Definitely, definitely. And I think also a dynamic that's at play is all the, all the new business activity in the downtown area. Um, so, you know, when this pandemic first started, we certainly saw a significant drop off of people to the City Visitor Center. Of course, we've gone through regional stay-at-home orders. Um, and as things slowly began to open, we really saw a big shift right away in terms of the type of people and the reasons they were coming to the area. Um, when we first sort of reopened the doors, uh, it was interesting. A lot of people were coming out to the area as they were looking for different communities and environments to work remotely from. Um, our conference room, for example, was used by uh, teachers who had to do their parent-teacher conferences from the road and needed the Wi-Fi. Uh, a lot of people working um, from well, the road. That's a pretty creative use of the, mm-hmm. of the resource. Yeah, we welcome everyone. We're yeah. here to help yeah. <laughs> however we can. Um, so, yeah, I think we've seen a lot of shifts in, in you know how and why and when people travel. Um, You know, the interest in road trips, the interest in visiting national parks has taken off. So that's brought in a lot of first time visitors to the area, which is great. Um, You know, it was encouraging to slowly see multi-generational travel come back, you know, families, 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 the grandparents traveling with the parents and the grandkids. Um, So it's been really great to sort of see things slowly come back. Um, You know, more recently in the last couple of months, uh, we get so excited when we hear any hint of like an international um, um, 
um, accent. You know, we had a couple from Greece, from the Netherlands. We're starting to see our Canadian snowbirds coming back down from Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, so it's 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 a great space for us to kind of keep a good pulse on who's coming to the area so, and, yeah. you know, what's driving them here. Uh, and you've definitely seen in the last few months uh, uh, an uptick. That mm-hmm. they, yes. The visitors are coming back. Yes. Interesting. Today we're running a, a story from the Joshua Tree National Park basically saying that expect it's going to be a drive-through park. Mm-hmm. There'll be mm-hmm. there's no Things parking. Will not be slowing down. There's no mm-hmm. camping. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna have to drive mm-hmm. through. So in comes visit two nine mm-hmm. because if you have visitors here who are having to drive through a national park, you're of course gonna give them alternative things. Absolutely, to do. and yeah. thank you for that great segue yeah. here because a big part of what we're here to do is uh, really position the city as this great gateway to the greater Mojave Desert region. There is so much to see and do, even here locally in the Morongo Basin from the Big Morongo Canyon Preserve, Pioneer Town Mountains Preserve, great hiking opportunities there. Um, we work uh, really closely and have a special um, relationship with the Bureau of Land Management. So there's an MOU established between the city and the Bureau of Land Management that um, sets us up as an official gateway community to Mojave Trails National Monument. And we're talking 30 minutes east on Highway 62 and you know you've got Joshua Tree National Park on the south side of the road and Mojave Trails National Monument on the north side really great day trips to plan to go out there. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit. I often I, make this analogy I talk to people who aren't familiar with the desert. Where are you from? I'm 29 Palms. Oh 29 Palms. <laughs> nothing to do out there. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world but you can see it from there. And my analogy has always been, if you look at the desert floor, you don't see much, some rocks and some scrubbly stuff. If you scratch the surface, you get right underneath that, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff going Exactly. On. And, uh, you know, I try to tell people that we may live in a rural area, but there's a lot of things going on for, for visitors and, and locals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of those things that, that, that you're talking about and the Mojave National Preserve. But first... I'm going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more of the Z1077 Up Close. Our guest, Brian Dusastre, who's the Director of Marketing for the T-Bid. That's Visit 29 Palms. But if you'd like to call and participate, our number is 760-366-8471. Our producer is Claire Grow. Maybe you have a question about some things you can do with your family or Brianna's uh, suggestions if you've got people coming in for the holidays. Great opportunity to find out. Again, 760-366-8471. We will be right back. And we are back with the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Dino. Our producer is Claire Grow, And our guest in studio today, the Director of Marketing for Visit 29 Palms, uh, Brianne Dusastre. And Brianne, uh, we're talking a little bit uh, about uh, some of the things that are going on in 29 Palms that people may not be aware of and, and how to find out those things. I often see, for example, on social media, there's nothing to do out here, to which I say, then you haven't even spent a moment looking. <laughs> Now, how do you answer when someone walks into the Tony Palms Visitor Center and says, Brianne? There's nothing to do out here. Oh man, I, well I try I try to hold back because I want to say there's so much to do, but you know it's like okay we'll start slowly. <laughs> uh, we have so many fantastic new businesses that have opened up. Um, we've got some really great uh, reoccurring events that are now happening in the downtown area. Um, so we'll start maybe with a couple of some of the new businesses. Um, and I have to say the Project Phoenix is starting to look pretty dang cool. Oh, it's so exciting. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, those who who don't live in Torrance Palms aren't 
aren't aware of Project Phoenix, it's a downtown revitalization project which the city has been working on for years. <laughs> it's finally coming together thanks to a $6 million grant from the state of California. So what the city is doing is reinvesting in downtown. So if you want to open a business there now, you no longer have to get parking. They've arranged for that. They're putting in a package plant so you don't have to put in a package plant for sewage. They're putting in curbs and gutters. They're fixing downtown. So basically, if you want to open a business, you can open a business without having to do all that other stuff. Right. So they're trying to make it very, very easy for business to come in. And we have some new businesses coming in, and they're, some of them are just great. I was at the is it Donna Donna Lou Donna Lou Clothing Company? Donna Lou Clothing Company. Oh, fantastic boutique clothing yeah, and home decor going, this shop. This is really cool. This is something she's you'd, done an amazing job with that. This space. is something you'd see in a much bigger city mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. brisk. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the woman was, but very nice. Yeah, we'll give Danielle and, the credit there. Yeah. And right across the street, yeah. you'll find um, Stevens White Label Vinyl Record Store. Um, and and if you're not currently a vinyl collector, no worries. He's got all the well, gear to get I, you set up. The new White Vinyl Store in downtown mm-hmm. Tony Palms. I actually had my wife going back to her vinyl collection there you go which is still sitting in our garage and we've been married by the way for 42 years so i'll let you know how <laughs> how old that you've vinyl probably is. got some really great records yeah, in that collection yeah, so yeah gonna, time she, to bring those back she, out she's thinking of bringing them down there mm-hmm. and some of them are pretty good shape so mm-hmm. that's, great that's great. fun yeah yeah and right next door to white label vinyl um is another fantastic new retail shop called high desert daydream um really cool concept uh it's like a co-op so each section of the store uh gives space to different vendors um Really neat, very unique, handmade um, uh, goods to shop there. Um, and then as you cross over that street, you'll find Campbell Hill Bakery. Um, those guys have been doing a great job. And, you know, they opened up that bakery the day the first stay-at-home order went into effect right. back yeah. in 2020. Yeah. We were all very concerned. Welcome um, into business. By the way, you yeah, have to close. Um, but yeah. they've just thrived through all of this. Um, on the topic of places to eat, Cactus Trails Cafe is a fantastic new diner. They're located up Adobe Road. Um, moving back to the downtown along 62 uh, we're thrilled to see ground squirrel uh, recently open that's a great new brew pub they specialize in fantastic craft beer from all over southern california uh, do great burgers pretzels all kinds of other things um also in that uh, couple blocks in the downtown area you'll find the lobby by desert beacon so that's a retail and kind of concierge service business um Rastarita Cantina is a new event venue that's opened up. They're up Adobe, um, close to the historic plaza. Yeah, they just had a big uh, concert last weekend. Mm-hmm, yeah, 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 great event space. Yeah. Um, Perfectly Unique is also in the historic plaza. Uh, again, boutique retail. They're offering some really great workshops and classes. So beyond a place to just go out and shop, they've got great uh, experiences, uh, classes to take. So a lot of really great new businesses that are creating a lot of buzz. Oh, and there's one more I uh-huh. must not forget out there, Bar. Um, so they're located um, just at the turnoff of National Park Drive. So all those park visitors that are turning down um, have a great place to grab a drink at the end of the day. I, I think while, while we're seeing this swell in businesses, people are anticipating what's going to happen when Project Phoenix does open. Mm-hmm. And one of the good things about Project Phoenix, I'm a big fan, by the way, of, of, of I think it was a very smart thing of the city to do, and they've done Absolutely. it, and they've done it well. Mm-hmm. The uh, is the they're going to combine the Joshua Tree National Park Visitor Center 
with a cultural museum and locate it in downtown 29 Palms. Now, for years and years and years, years, 100 years ago, I was president of the 29 Palms Chamber of Commerce, and one of the things that we fought at the time was people wouldn't come into downtown. They go to the visitor center, then off into the park. Mm -hmm. So this actually brings all the visitors to the park into downtown 29 Palms first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Campbell Museum, which is an archaeological collection, which has been being kept literally under, under climate-controlled climate cupboards, cupboards yeah. is <laughs> going to be available for the public to see there. So mm-hmm. we're going to see a huge, huge influx in visitors mm-hmm. in downtown 28 Palms, and all these businesses are positioning themselves now. So exactly. when, when I, I guess it was Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. Right. Well, they, they are building it. It's been it. built, and they, they are yeah. already coming. And they're, they're, and they're starting to arrive. It's really cool mm-hmm. driving by. They've got I know they've got a big amphitheater that's going to be out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, the outdoor a, stage is a big yeah. element of it we actually together with uh hoteliers yesterday had a chance to walk the site with our city manager amazing to walk into these buildings and see it um so you know it's a great walkway in paseo the city's farmer's market's going to move there lots of outdoor space for other types of events um it's got a beautiful stage that's sort of uh, the centerpiece in a way you've got the national park visitor center to the west and the new community center um just to the east there Uh, opens up so many opportunities um to have ongoing events events and programming in the downtown. Um, The National Park Visitor and Cultural Center will be such a game changer and bring you know, of course, our hope and goal is to get, you know, more of those 3 million visitors that are coming to this park every year to utilize the 29 Palms entrance and experience well, that I think new it's, space. It's a transformational for mm-hmm. downtown 29 mm-hmm. Palms. But again, a good idea done well. So right. uh, as much as you may complain about your city, they're, they're doing a good job for <laughs> you. So uh, um, question now, activities. We mentioned that people were coming in and, and more multi-generational groups, mm-hmm. grandparents, parents, and kids. So I want to visit at Twenty Palms with my family. Uh, I call Visit uh, 29, mm-hmm. and I talk to Brianne Desastre, and she tells me what. So much Give me some do. stuff. Some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're, you know, coming in with, uh, again, multi-generational group and perhaps you've got the younger kids or some really great hands-on experiences to be had at a place like the 29 Palms Creative Center and Gallery, go tour the old schoolhouse museum, um, check out, you know, Perfectly Unique or even the 29 Palms Art Gallery for some great workshops. Um, there are some really great uh, events happening that are reoccurring. So the new businesses in the downtown area now have a bi-week sunset stroll um, that's great to see in addition to all those new businesses um, you know I'm, running special hours we've got additional vendors out on the street yeah, my wife and I went to the sunset stroll it was a couple weeks ago and uh, it was really pleasant just mm-hmm. people were out it was a beautiful night you're walking in and out of the stores they had booths out on the sidewalk just a, a really really nice vibe right it was nice to see not only a lot of new people in twenty mm-hmm. twelve, but the old timers were coming out too, and right. they're they all smiling. We're mm-hmm. seeing again. We're starting to see a revitalization, exactly. which is what the plan would be. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that the TBID does and, and visit 29 Palms is is support the local lodging, support the local mm-hmm. motels, hotels, and bed and breakfast. So what is available in 29 Palms? People don't realize that the, that the income from tourism is a huge part 
of the city's budget. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the city of 29 Palms offers the largest and most diverse collection of lodging across the Morongo Basin. Um, we really have it all. We've got 12 hotels. Um, the Tw- combined 12, 12 hotels? hotels and combined they offer wow. over 600 hotel rooms. Holy moly. I, that's a big thing people don't realize is just the, the volume of our lodging inventory. Yeah. We've got a fantastic RV resort. They've got over 175 RV spaces um, and, you know, growing number of short-term vacation rentals. We're currently at about uh, 200. Um, so, you know, we estimate when we looked at last year, we probably are welcoming upwards of 860,000 overnight visitors um, a year being hosted in these lodging properties. Um, we have a really great collection of national brand hotels, um, starting, say, with a Fairfield Inn. That's an all-suite hotel. They're actually going to be the first hotel in the Morongo Basin that's about to transition to a fully digital experience. So you can check in and out and all of that without... Everything uh, online. Everything digital. On, mm-hmm. on your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got a great Holiday Inn Express. They recently remodeled and revamped their breakfast bar. Uh, sure Stay by Best Western. Also newly rebranded. Great location, service, value. Um, America's Best Value. Great option for you know the more budget-friendly travelers. Same with Motel 6. They have 125 rooms. So that's the largest property in the basin. Um, when we look at uh, independent hotels, we've got Oasis Inn and Suites. They've done a lot of work also with their on-site restaurants. Um, they're doing great Taco Tuesday specials, um, and that that's a, a dining option for even locals. You can go in and have a great meal. Um, Sunnyvale Gardens and Suites. Uh, that's a real fun place. They've got a very cool western theme front to their property. And don't and miss Sunnyvale Gardens and Suites with their Christmas display. Every year, Tony, every year. Tony puts together this. Uh, it's The lights are synced to the music, mm-hmm. and you, you can listen on a little uh, closed-circuit mm-hmm. FM radio. So definitely plan to bring your kids. Just do a drive-by. Exactly. It's I think, fun. I think it's probably ready now. He's usually got it ready by yeah. the beginning of December. So Yeah. So that's another great independent. We've got El Rancho Del Lures right on the highway. That property was built in the 50s, so that's another historic place. You know, recently I've seen some improvements being done to some of those older properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, which ones are being are being improved? Are you aware of of them now? I think it was the old Sunset Motel. Oh, right. I saw um, that being re- remodeled. Right. Yeah. So um, that, we're talking about the motel right on the highway. Yeah, now, right on right, the highway. Right, right, right. Yeah, so we were going to get to that. Okay. Um, okay. So because we've also, in addition to, you know, the national brand and independence we've got really some great historic boutique properties Uh, of course you've always got to start with the iconic 29 palms inn campbell house offers an incredible opportunity to sort of step back in time harmony motel with a very cool uh, pop culture connection with u2 Um, we're really thrilled to see the harmony has won the TripAdvisor's traveler's choice award for the past two consecutive years that's a really great accomplishment Um, and then the property you were just mentioning uh, has been rebranded as ramsey Two nine. Okay. Very hip, cool new property. Um, again, great location right on the highway and the turnoff to the national park, um, and also uh, right behind Kitchen in the Desert. The Kitchen in the Desert has really taken off too. Sure has. Yeah. yeah. I, I finally got in. You have to get reservations, and it's difficult. But the reservations are recommended. Took a group yeah. of us in about about a month ago. I went in and, and uh, I was surprised. Uh, it was it was again. It was a beautiful night. Mm-hmm. The food was very good. Great ambiance, uh, and there was a, a DJ playing that night. Yeah, very, yeah, very they've nice. got a lot of uh, really fun special yeah. events happening. Um, they, in September, kicked off a kitchen comedy series, so that's now a monthly reoccurring event. Uh, those um, comedy nights are hosted by Jenny... 
uh, Zagrino, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, she's doing a fantastic job of bringing really great comedians from the L.A. area up to the high desert. These are folks on Netflix, Hulu, Comedy Central. Really great lineup. Very fun night there. Now, there's a lot of economic things that are happening that, that are changing uh, what's happening in downtown Torrington Palms. I'll explain what I'm talking about. Back in the, I think, early 90s, I was uh, very active with the Torrington Palms Chamber of Commerce at that time. And we put a little survey into all the motels, hotels, and bed and breakfast. And we mm-hmm. asked people, so a one-minute survey mm-hmm. we called with a little card. Why are you in 29 Palms? How long are you staying? Uh, what brought you here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what services would you like to see? And the interesting thing I found at that time is why are you here is I'm, I'm a contractor working aboard the Marine right. Base. So the mm-hmm. biggest percentage of visitors to Torrington Palms back in the 90s were the contractors doing work aboard the base. Now that has changed because that work aboard the base was largely completed under that cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But it started changing. More and more people were doing what we've been trying to get for years is mm-hmm. that don't just go to the park, come into 29 Palms exactly. first. Exactly, and, and exactly, and explore the art, the culture, the history. Um, and, and again, you know, there is so much more than just Joshua, Joshua Tree National Park to um, get out there and explore and discover. I mean, the Marine Base is still, uh, you know, a steady driver for um, some of our hotel properties, but we have really seen leisure travel take off in a huge, huge way, um, especially in the last 10 years. Okay, we have a, a caller who would like to talk to, so let's get right to him. And Jody, you're on the radio. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. Good morning, Brienne. Hey, I just wanted to comment, Brienne. Um, you know, the, uh, for everything in which you're involved with right now, uh, there couldn't have been a more perfect person for the job. I can hear the enthusiasm and the excitement in your voice uh, with what you're doing, and I think that's a very beautiful thing. And you got your heart into this, I can tell. And I just wanted to call and, and let you know that, hey, you know, uh, I, I see that. And that's, that's pretty cool. Thank you so much. Well, that's, that's very nice that's of so you, That's so kind Jerry. to hear. Appreciate it. So you can, you can plan on your vacation from Joshua Tree to 29 Palms. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? Hey, my wife and I had taken a vacation one time. It was right here in Joshua Tree. Just put a halibut and get out the house. We took a vacation to uh, the other end of Yucca in that uh, hotel down there. The travel lodge? Yeah. Yeah, great. All right, Jody. Well, I thanks mean, for you know, yeah. what? I mean, we was out of the house and it don't. Uh, <laughs> Why not? We'll take, we take our visitors from anywhere, even from Joshua Tree. Right on. So, And I know you guys had to a vacation at the uh, uh, 29 Palm Inn. You know, yeah, many times. All right, Jody, appreciate your call. And uh, Brianna is, is your biggest fan right there. <laughs> Thank you, Jody. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate Hi, the kind Jody. feedback. Jody, the president of the Brianna Sostra Fan Club. Z1077, you are listening to the Z1077 Up Close Show. Uh, a, a question now. How is your relationship with Joshua Tree National Park? And the reason I ask that question, especially because you, you represent so many of the lodging, one of the biggest problems that would happen with the park is people will show up here and there's there's no place to stay. There's no camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go you can go pretty primitive and go out to the Sunfair Dry Lake, which is which gets really busy, which is <laughs> wacky on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Let very, me tell you, it's a very. little crazy. 
Or you can call Visit 29 mm-hmm. and actually stay in lodging locally. Are you seeing more and more of that? Is the park referring to you? How is that working? Yeah, definitely. I mean, without a doubt, um, you know, we get a lot of very steady referral business from the National Park. I mean, for folks that are coming in who weren't expecting every single campground to be full, um, we are always there to help them. Uh, and it's great, again, to have such a diversity in the lodging that we offer in the city because we've really got something for everyone, every budget type. And every type of experience thereafter. And, and, you know, I mean, working with the National Park Service as well as the National Park Association, those are obviously key tourism partners. Um, And, you know, the topic of sustainability has been something that, you know, was discussed since we established this organization is really important to us um, to make sure, uh, you know, that we're doing whatever we can to uh, make sure visitors, especially first time visitors coming to the desert landscape, um, are exploring responsibly. Um, We established a partnership with the Leave No Trace organization a couple years ago um, and we're most excited in this past year um, to have partnered and sponsored the Desert Institute in their fall uh, program. Um, They offer a variety of really fantastic um, education courses from cultural and natural history to survival skills, um, wilderness wellness retreats, it goes on. Um, And, you know, for us, that's uh, been really meaningful, um, you know, to support the Desert Institute and the Park Association really is helping the park. Um, Well, it's a win-win for everybody all working together. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, we got a caller. We're going to take it. And uh, Vino, you're on the radio. Uh, Your comment today. This is Vino, yeah. Hi, hi, Vino. You're on the radio. Hi, Gary. Hi. Hi, Brianna. Um, in fact, I'm a, I'm a hotel owner and a thing operator in, in the city of 29 pounds. When the T-bid was first, first introduced uh, about five years ago, there were a couple of promises made. One was they were to brand city of 29 pounds. Number two, it was supposed to increase occupancy of the hotel and also increase ADR. Those three things have not been fulfilled. If anything, the hotels in 29 Palms presently run at below 50% occupancy. And I heard Gary said that uh, we have a lot of contractors that come to the place. uh, Well, that was back in the 90s. I said, I said, I said, I said that was happening back in the '90s, Vino, but that has changed. In fact, that has not changed that much, okay. Gary, because I, I, I am still an operator in town. So basically, Tibet uh, is supposed to get money when the time they add value. I have not seen the value in my hotel. Moving forward, we're going into our fifth year. Can and Brianna share with us what you got planned? for months like June, July, August, September, which is normally very bad months, and the time from after Thanksgiving to maybe 10th of January. What have you got planned to help the hotels see the benefits of the treatment? Yeah, hi, Vino. Okay, and just, you know, just for... um, uh, 
overview, you know, I mean, the goal of the TBID is to promote the city as a whole, as a travel destination and all the assets and all the experiences that um, are available. We don't promote one individual lodging property uh, over another. Hotel occupancy, you know, varies between property types. Um, when we look back to last summer, um, and as you know, Vino, from coming to our meetings, we put uh, a lot of energy into promoting travel to the city um, through one of our key destination pillars, which is stargazing and astronomy. Uh, we saw tremendous success and engagement in the digital marketing programs that we had, and that's about encouraging uh, visitors to come out into the area, specifically in the summer, which is our slow season, to really take in the, the wonders of our night sky. That also includes meteor showers and uh, cool planetary alignments. Um, as you know, the City of 29 Palms has a astronomy club that offer um, outstanding, personalized, customized stargazing experiences. Um, you know, we're looking ahead to next summer uh, and we'll work with Sky's the Limit to bring back hopefully some of their regularly programmed um um, star star parties and nighttime experiences there in terms of you know that period the busy period of Thanksgiving uh, through to Christmas um, you know again we've got tons of great things on our events calendar visit 29.org forward slash events uh, so we've mentioned some of them already that sunset stroll the comedy nights uh, there's vinyl record DJ sets happening um, so there's a lot of really great events uh, even this weekend um, a ton of holiday craft fairs and markets coming up so there's really a lot to do uh, for our visitors coming into the city. Yeah, and Vino, I hope as uh, more and more people start to travel, because they haven't in the last almost two years because of COVID, we'll certainly see an uptake. And I appreciate your call, okay? Gary, in fact, just comment on what you just said last, more and more people travel. In fact, I'm sure all of us know that Joshua Tree National Park is about two to three hours away from Los Angeles, San Diego, and Orange County, uh -huh. one of the largest national park uh, to those cities. And uh, we should have capitalized on that, and our TBIT has failed to capitalize on that. Okay, well, that's something um, for you to talk about internally uh, with all the TBIT, Vino. I, I appreciate your call, okay. but that's, right. well, that's not what we're doing today. We're talking about the oh. great things that are going on in 29 Palms. Okay, thanks, Kevin. Right, thanks. thanks for your time. Thanks for your time, Brianna. Have a nice day. 760-366-8471 for the Z1077 Up Close Show. And uh, Roger, you're on the radio. Good morning. Good morning, Gary. This is Roger Thomas from 29 Palms. Captain Enthusiasm. How can I help you today, Roger? Hey, I just wanted to say, and to Brianna, I think you guys are doing a great job uh, promoting all of the different hotels. Um your previous caller was Vino. I worked with Vino quite a bit with different things and many other hotels. I love the project, and like you, Gary, I am 100% pro Project Phoenix. Uh, the 29 Palms Farmers Market is actually moving to Project Phoenix on the 8th, uh, which is before everything else opens up, but we're moving there a little bit early. We're on working the, on the 8th of what? January. January. Saturday, okay. January 8th, the farmer's right. market will open up at Project Phoenix All site. Right. Very okay. exciting. And we've been working closely with TBID, the city of 29 Palms, everyone else. They've been such a great help, and we're all very excited for all the exciting things to come in the future. And I just want to say thank you all for all the wonderful things that are about to come. All right, Roger. Appreciate your comment today, and you have a great day, okay? Thanks, Roger.
All right, Brianna, you guys have a good day. Uh, bye-bye. So you heard it here first. January 8th, the Tron Palms of Farmer's Market will be officially in the, in the new Project Phoenix area. Ooh. Very exciting. Yeah, that's So not, looking forward to that seeing that space under, activated. been and, under planning and building for, I think, close to seven years. Mm-hmm. So finally getting it done. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back with more of the Z1077 Up Close Show. Our guest in studio today, Director of Marketing for TBID, Visit 29 Palms, Brianna Dusustra, and our number 760-366-8471. Our producer is Clara Girl. I'm Gary Danielle, your host, and we'll be right back. We are back with the final portion of the Z1077 Up Close Show. I'm Gary Dineau. Our guest in studio, Brandy Sustra. And our number for you to call is 760-366-8471. Brianna, we mentioned it briefly earlier, but I want to bring it, go back to it. And that is uh, the new popularity of the uh, Mojave National Preserve. And Mojave National or Mojave Trails National Mojave Monument. Trails mm, National yeah. Monument of that, and that is starting to generate some serious traffic to Twenty Nine Palms. We're it sort sure of with a host city. Exactly. You know, what, if you think about the drive market, you know, a lot of travelers are coming in from, say, Arizona area or Los Angeles, and they're coming out to the desert, um, and you know, they're coming to Twenty Nine to visit Joshua Tree National Park, um, and and there's definitely uh, increased interest um, in what else there is to see and do in the Greater Mojave Desert region um, and so we are in such a great location in 29 Palms um, so I'm just I've got the map in front of me Mojave Trails National Monument uh, a couple really great day trips to consider um, <laughs> I have to tell you a funny story because mm-hmm. the Joshua Tree National Park is just so full it's so mm-hmm. packed and it's mm-hmm. impacted the visitor experience I mean who wants to go to a national park that's basically a parking lot I had a very very good friend of mine who uh, works for the Associated Press in LA calls mm-hmm. says hey we got a, we're coming out to Joshua Tree this week and what's a great place to stay? And I said, the Mojave Trails National nice. Monument. <laughs> that if you really want to get the desert experience, mm-hmm. sorry, folks, mm-hmm. Joshua Tree is just too full. It's yeah. all, way over. So all about being flexible yeah. and being open to other uh, areas to explore. I mean, so but as it is filling up, these mm-hmm. other areas have have just one's been just been designated. We're mm-hmm. starting to see more people there. Mm-hmm. There's more infrastructure there. There's more services there. So tell us about those areas east of. 29 pounds yeah, we absolutely. may not think of as recreation but lots of people are starting to. right right and keep in mind too and you know for a lot of our travelers who plan these great southwest road trips um you know you can do a really great road trip 29 palms up through this part of the mojave and then get to vegas and onwards from there so we over the last couple of years are seeing an increase in that kind of road trip traffic um probably the first easiest place to start with is amboy crater uh that was designated a national natural landmark in the early 70s uh, is now incorporated into Mojave Trails National Monument. So that's probably one of the most well-known, iconic geological wonders to go out and explore. Uh, not a place to visit in, in the heat of the summer. Uh, so the late fall, winter is the best time of year to go out there. Uh, it's a really, it's a beautifully scenic drive up Amboy Road. You're going to connect with the original Route 66. The road markers are there. Take your pictures. Um, and then you can do the 1.5 mile hike out to the crater. And it's spectacular. The view when you climb up the side and you can walk around the rim. Um, so that's a great, easy, very accessible uh, place in Mojave Trails to plan trips to. Um, 
Other unique areas when we think about natural wonders and different aspects of this desert landscape are sand dunes. So the Kittiz sand dunes, you're looking at about an hour and 45 minute drive from our downtown area. Very scenic, very remote. Uh, you'll want your four wheel drive. You need your maps. Um, it uh, takes a little bit more planning to get out there, but just a spectacular uh, part of the landscape. Um, and from there, you know, if you do a loop sort of south and back down towards 62, um, Camp Iron Mountain is part of the Desert Training Center. There's incredible um, so, military history what were there. They tra- is that the glider training camp, the old dry or the old tank training? Um, that was uh, General Patton's it, training camp. That was tanks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know they started back in the 50s with gliders. Right. And then right, we right. had General Patton uh, mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. doing tank training. Right. Yeah. And I think between 41 and 42, like over a million um, soldiers were trained there. Wow. Which is really incredible. Um, so those are three kind of very easy and, you know, places to plan trips to. And and on the topic, um, one of uh, the types of uh, marketing programs we're really working on is uh, content development um, in the video format. So uh, we're working on uh, a Mojave Trails video series that's going to launch soon. So stay tuned uh, for that on our YouTube channel. You'll get some more inspiration what? there. You have a YouTube channel? We do. Check it out, please. Is it Visit 2-9? It sure is. There we go. There we hey, go. Hey, uh, you, you mentioned uh, some some work being done with advertising and, and video. Mm-hmm. What about the movie industry? If, if, I, if I wanted to film a movie in 29 Palms, are you the person I contact? Ooh, good question. Um, because there's definitely, especially over the last couple of years, and I know the county has an agency just exactly. For that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm I'm always happy to uh, field those inquiries. I do get a lot of them, um, and I will happily forward them on to the planning department in the city of Twenty Nine Palms who handle the film permits. Um, but definitely, the desert landscape um, is is definitely a hot spot for and, and film do you, crews do and you help video them out production. With locations or yeah we. Yeah. Certainly can absolutely. We can absolutely help them uh, with their crews setting up lodging, things like that. So, mm-hmm. and I see. Uh, I don't know if they are actually going through the process, but I see a lot of filming of music videos going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wonder Valley has become kind of a hot spot for these right. very cool desert zen mm-hmm. esoteric mm-hmm. music videos. Yeah, and I was just telling someone recently. Last time I hiked Amboy Crater, as we're going up the side with my kids, down comes this film crew hauling a whole lot of heavy equipment. Um, so, yeah, you see a lot happening. There was now. a film crew came in for a, a big fashion shoot. I can't remember what the name of it was. One of the oh, big all, fashion. a lot of the, all the big brands. Yeah, have done they, catalogs. Out they here. had set up like the the set out in the desert mm-hmm. with these big wooden pieces and flats mm-hmm. and sets mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Uh, they then they called Theater Twenty Nine and said, we don't want to haul all these set pieces back to Los Angeles ah. or we then have to fill out 500,000 pieces of paper just to take them to the dump. Would you oh, like man. them? Yeah. And we said, yes. <laughs> and I think those cool. set pieces have probably been in 15 shows by now. There's, How about that? Yeah, it's uh, it's flats. Uh, and Yeah, and okay, well, that's good Good to know. So when yeah. I do talk to yeah. production teams, let them know. And then we had another <laughs> one come out, and they rented the back area of Theater 29 right? to set up their craft services, to feed mm-hmm, right. their people. And that was right. great. They paid us some good money. Nice. So, so Excellent. that was fine. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that, that's more and more income coming. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, besides the the Mojave National Trails and what was the other hiking area? Mojave National Preserve. Uh, preserve. Preserve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of things 
also going on on the outskirts of 29 mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily in 29 Palms, but you are telling people about, we have to talk about Goobler Orchids, the Integatron. Right, so, right. So, so that becomes part of kind of a regular circuit up here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone wants to know where Pappy and Harriet's is or learn more about the Integratron or, you know, when does that orchid festival take place? Um, you know, when you look at the Morongo Basin, we are a very small community side by side, so um, there's there's a whole lot to see and do. I mean, even starting when you come up that hill in Morongo Valley, whether you want to hike at that preserve or check out um, uh, Cactus Mart and you go up through Yucca Valley and the shops and the downtown area uh, through Josh tree so there's a whole lot to see and do um, and that's the great thing about making 29 palms your destination is that you're not you're gonna see it all and um, do you work cooperatively with uh, Wanda and her staff at the Yucca Valley uh, Chamber of yeah, Commerce? Um, yeah we know Kathy Amar really well who runs the California Welcome Center um, we also work uh, closely with other tourism partners such as visit Greater Palm Springs visit California so we work also with local or regional and state tourism partners as well Brianne Dusastra we're we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the last portion of the Z1077 up closer right after these brief messages. Ten fifty-five in the Morongo Basin. I'm Gary Dino. This is the Z1077 Up Close Show, and uh, Brian Dusastre from Visit Twenty Nine. So it is uh, a typical or not typical winter weekend in 29 palms what is coming up i i give you a call and say hey i'm going to be visiting 29 palms brand what are some of the things i can do with my myself and my family Oh, I sure hope that you're planning. Well, I sure hope you're planning a visit this weekend. Um, we've got so many great events, uh, starting with that sunset stroll we talked about. Uh, the Christmas Carol at Theater 29 is continuing this weekend. Um, there's going to be a holiday market happening at the Glass Outhouse Museum, a holiday market at Artemotive. Um, these are great events. We've also got um, a great pop-up happening at Mojave Land. That's a fun, very creative space uh, that Anna Stump has got going. Yeah, it's a, family uh, it's, friendly. It's a, it's a miniature golf course, but each of the holles are designed by a different artist. Mm -hmm. With a lot of input from kids, as far as I yeah, understand. So it's, it's a really it's, creative, it's fun pr spot. Participatory. Yeah. And uh, do it. It's right. Yeah. It's just behind Cobb's Body Shop. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Just off Adobe. Yeah. Um, the Desert Institute's lecture series. Uh, they'll have a lecture uh, at the old uh, old school house museum. Um, the Twenty Nine Palms Art Gallery is hosting a collage workshop, and of course, we've got our reoccurring weekly farmers market. So there's a lot to do. Long term, uh, looking out over the next few months, what, what are some of the events that Visit Two Nine is planning? Good question. Um, we're very much looking forward to the grand opening of the Project Phoenix site. Um, we're looking at probably mid-March there. Um, we are going to support, again, these reoccurring uh, Are you going to be moving events. the visitor center from where you are into the Project Phoenix area? Are you being, that's all being discussed now. Okay, so, so we don't, you don't know mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's being discussed. One of our upcoming agenda items okay. uh, at our next meeting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so again, you know, just tune in to our events calendar with regards to um, upcoming events. Uh, we're updating that uh, daily, weekly, so we're always putting new things up there. Um, so you feel, find a lot of different types of events to look forward to. What are the visitors to Torian Palms asking for 
that we don't have that we need to start developing. I'm always hearing mm, people yeah. are looking for for restaurants for yeah, you know, always good, more restaurants, a good local family yeah. restaurant. We got the right. Time Palms in right. Well, you yeah, know, we could yeah. have five of them. We could have five Kitchen in the Deserts, five yeah, ground squirrels. Yeah. I think we just definitely uh, need more. Um, but no, it's a great question. I think. Um, you know, people are, a lot of the visitors coming in through our building, um, as we've talked about a little bit before too, are really uh, interested in all of these other outdoor experiences and just a better understanding of the Mojave Desert region. Again, all sort of based within outdoor recreation and, and things to um, go out and explore. So people want to find out more, you can go online to visit 29.org. Visit 29.org. Mm-hmm. Or just give you a call. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is the number? Good question. Oh. You call us at the uh, 29 Palms Visitor Center, 760-358-6354. Um, another way to reach us, which is a fun thing, if you're on our site, visit 29.org. We've got a live chat feature, um, so you can connect with us online anytime as well. Grand Sastra, thank you for being our guest on the Up Close Show. Join me next week. Captain Lucas Niles from the Sheriff's Department will be our guest. Until then, thanks for listening. Drive carefully, and God bless. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Up Close, a weekly talk and interview program presented in the public interest by Z1077 News. Join Gary Denio again next Friday at 10 for more Up Close.